October is here. That means the NBA season is just about ready to tip off October 24th, first day of the season this year. If you haven't already, sign up for Underdog Fantasy. Sign up with promo code JNR. That's promo code JNR and receive up to a $100 deposit match absolutely free when you sign up. Sign up and take advantage of some of the specials. If you haven't taken advantage of them during the NFL season, you're missing out. I only imagine they're going to have something similar during the NBA season. So sign up and find out today. That's promo code JNR. Check out the podcast description for the link. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of JNR Basketball. My name is Ronnie. Jonathan is not joined with me today, so he's actually on vacation, but he'll be back next week. We do have some pre-recorded things that we'll go over with you, so it'll be a little mixture of uh, just me on the news, but then I'll add in the little tidbits that we recorded earlier, and we'll put together a real nice episode for you. But first, I'll start us off with the news. All right, so first thing in the news that I want to talk about is Jimmy Butler and his hairdo. Did you see him on Media Day? So last year, you remember, he came out with these big, long dreadlocks in 2022. The dreadlocks came all the way down to where it covered up the front of his jersey, where it said heat. They were so long covered that up, you couldn't even see that. This year, he comes up with a, a side swip bangs, and he also had his eyebrows and his nose pierced, too. He declared himself emo. And so everyone's thinking like, well, why is he doing this? Is it because of Damian Lillard was traded, you know, and he's just kind of upset. Now he's just kind of going through his, his emo phase because of that. And uh, even Bam at a bio, he was interviewed about it. And he says, Jimmy's just misunderstood. <laughs> and then uh, it was funny. There's this part too that he put on Twitter where they're, they're going through their, their picture day and everything. Um, Tally Hero and, Bam, they're next to Jimmy Butler, and they just start busting out laughing. They're like, Bam's in tears. He, he's te- he's crying because he's laughing so hard, and, and Jimmy's just standing there, just <laughs> like it's normal, like it's nothing. So this is very funny to see, very entertaining. Um, Some funny things came out of like some nicknames they gave Jimmy Butler now. Uh, they call him Jimmy Heat World. Um, one of his Ball Out Boy. Uh, someone said that he looked like, he was like, Looked like Peter Parker in Spider-Man 3 when he went through his emo phase in that movie. Um, another person said, Panic at the free throw. And then another one said, he actually put the song lyrics, Cut my contract into pieces. Dame was my last resort. <laughs> so, pretty funny, pretty entertaining. Um, yeah, just uh, wonder how that season's going to go for him now. <laughs> I mean, last year it worked out for him pretty good after he did something with his hair, right? Because he ended up in the finals. We'll see what this ends up what comes of this later on all right going over to the clippers the clippers are actually adding draft capital for a potential harden deal so the clippers have been been interested in harden for a while now um this is coming from shams charnia uh shamit at at samut amic sorry i don't know who that is sorry i butchered it but the clippers reportedly offered philadelphia 76ers an unprotected unprotected first round selection a pick swap and salaries for Harden in July and now they're talking about maybe giving up Terrence Mann for him in addition to all that stuff too so I wonder how long Harden is going to be for the playing for the 76ers now also the LA Clippers believe that they are the only team interested in James Harden and he want they want to acquire him sooner rather than later they said this is per Waj so yeah that's um Kind of interesting. I don't know if that anything's going to come of that, but yeah, he. I, I honestly think that there's like a sixty percent chance now that he's going to end up with the Clippers, maybe even before the season starts too. Although James Harden, though he is participating in Philadelphia 76ers practice, uh, this is at Colorado State University on Wednesday, and the con- team continues his training camp. So he skipped the first day of training camp, and but then he ended up showing up finally. Harden participated in just about everything during practice. That's what Nick Nurse said. And um, yeah, he says uh, he and other players are still going through a ramp-up period. The veteran guard uh, arrived in Colorado on Tuesday after missing the first day of training camp. And he took part in practice and left a positive impression on Tobias Harris, despite his reported preference to be traded to the Los Angeles Clippers. 
He said he's here. His attitude and energy today allowed everybody to understand that he wants to go out here and compete with us, Harris told reporters. So, I don't know, it's kind of weird to see that. And then you see the Clippers are trying to acquire him. So, are the Clippers just throwing a wrench into the works, you know? And I mean, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Um, but Harden's, um, it was also reported that he's preaching hard work, discipline, and accountability. It was great to hear. That's what Nurse said again, too. So, remember Harden, though, he was fined $100,000 for comments um, up with about the 76ers owner calling him a liar. Um, this happened in August, too. So, kind of just a, a total 180, you know, where he's switched around and, and now he's going to practice. And then um, Embiid, some positive news, Embiid commits to Team USA for the 2024 Paris Olympics. So he says it was tough to play for the United States over his native Cameroon in, in France. Um, he holds citizen dual citizenship in France and the United States. So yeah, he's actually going to compete for the Team USA too. Um, he's there's a few. Oh, I want to quote go over his quote. He says, "I'm really proud and excited about this decision. It was not easy. I am blessed to call Cameroon, France, and the USA home. After taken to my family, or I'm sorry, after talking to my family, I knew it had to be Team USA. I want to play with my brothers in a league. I know I want to play for my fans. So that's cool to see. Um, also some other stars that committed to play for Team USA next year include Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Bam Adebayo." And I thought there was another. Oh, yeah, LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard are trying to get on there too, as well. So, yeah, we're going to see about that team. That's going to be a pretty amazing team. Excited to watch him in the Olympics. Some more news John Morant, he can travel with and he could practice with the Grizzlies during his suspension. So, I remember he's suspended 25 games for all these, you know, I. I call them shooter rounds but he wasn't really shooting it he's just waving a gun and everything again on social media so anyways 25 games but they're allowing him to practice although the grizzlies do believe morant will have to leave the arena a few hours before tip-off under the terms that the nba is allowing him to work under throughout his suspension so yeah he could practice he could travel with them he just can't be in the arena a, a few hours before the game starts <laughs> so i just kind of Wonder how that makes him feel, you know, like, the, does that help everything or uh, that's got to be so weird as a player, you know, like, hey, yeah, you could practice with us. And then like an alarm goes off or something. It's like, hey, you, you got to go. There's a few hours before the game starts. You got to leave now because <laughs> I don't know. That's such a weird dynamic, I think, too. Interesting. There's also been some pushback from Kawhi with a new resting policy. He became the face of load management when he routinely, routinely sat out last year, pretty much. And yeah, so basically he's kind of taking this personal with all these new rule changes. Um, and plus all the fans are kind of, not just fans, but like the NBA, he feels like everyone's coming down on him. He says, I'm not a guy that's sitting down because I'm doing load management. Well, when I was with the Raptors, it was different. Like I was coming off an injury, Leonard told reporters. Um, he says, and you have to know the details from the doctor. But if they're, the league is seeing or trying to mock what I did with the Raptors, they should stop because I was injured during the whole year. Other than that, if I'm able to play, I'll play basketball. I'll work out every day in the summertime to play the game. So no league policy is helping me to play more games. Kind of interesting just to see him get so defensive with these new rule changes. I mean, nowhere in the NBA did it state, you know, because Kawhi Leonard sought out so many games, but He's taking it so like it's personally aimed towards him. And so, and it's not just him. It's also with Paul George and like, basically it's th these two players think it's aimed at them. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out during the regular season. Um, on to a signing. The Spurs signed Vassal, Devin Vassal to a five-year, $146 million contract extension. And... Let's see, it includes $11 million in bonuses. Uh, he averaged 18.5 points last year, 3.9 boards, 3.6 assists, and 1.1 steals over 30 appearances last season. And I just can't believe you could get $146 million for playing like that in basketball. So, I mean, that's good for him. He's going to play with Wimbenyama now. And then another signing, it was for the Celtics, Pritchard, 
he agreed to a fully guaranteed four-year, $30 million extension. Now, listen to this. He, he's 25 years old still, right? But you could earn $30 million with these stats in the league. He averaged 5.6 points, 1.8 rebounds, and 1.3 assists in last season. He played in just 48 games, due to part, partly due to injuries, it says. So, $30 million? You could earn $30 million for scoring 5.6 points. That, that amazes me. That's crazy. Um, some injury news. The Cavaliers, Allen, uh, he hurt himself. This is Jarrett Allen. He has a bone bruise in his left ankle and will be sidelined for at least two weeks. So this puts his availability for the start of the season in question. So says he got hurt this week in one of their first training camp practices. So that kind of stinks. He's like their main center there. So we'll see how that ends up. Okay, last thing I want to go over for news. Um, there, I, I follow this thing called The Score, and they came up with their top 25 players for the last 25 years. They called this article Air Jordan, but it's spelled H-E-I-R, Air, Air Jordan. So I want to go over these 25 players and just want to get your input on it. So number 25, we got Luka, Luka Doncic, 24, Damian Lillard, 23, Anthony Davis, 22, Paul Pierce, 21, Joel Embiid, and then 20, Jimmy Butler. Kind of interesting to see Joel Embiid. He just won the MVP of the league, but then Jimmy Butler beat him. So maybe it's because Jimmy Butler went to the finals and Embiid didn't. And then we got 19, Dwight Howard, 18, Allen Iverson. I think Allen is very low on this list. I wish I saw him higher because you got like next on the list, 17 is Jason Kidd. Don't you think Allen Iverson is better than Jason Kidd? Or... Maybe better than 16, Russell Westbrook. Uh, maybe there's an argument to be made there. How about 15, Steve Nash? Ellen Iverson has got to be above him, right? <laughs> maybe not. 14, James Harden. I mean, okay, let's go back to Steve Nash. Is Steve Nash really better than Russell Westbrook? I don't know. That There's an argument to be made there. Number 13, Chris Paul. 12, Dirk Nowinski. 11 is Giannis. 10, Nikolai, I always say Nikolai, Nikola Jokic. Interesting to see him 10th on the list. And yeah, of course, he's above Giannis. And then number nine is Dwayne Wade. Number eight, Kawhi Leonard. Now, Kawhi, I mean, he was a finals MVP twice. He's got two championships. So it's kind of understandable why he's ahead of some of these guys. But and then right next to him, we got number seven, Kevin Garnett. He's only won one MVP and one championship, so I don't know why he's not above him. Anyways, number six is Kevin Durant. Okay, now we're going to get to the top five. Top five is, number five is Shaquille O'Neal. Number four, Kobe Bryant. Those are pretty good. Number three, Tim Duncan. I just don't like, I'm just not a fan of him because he beat the Sun so many times, so I don't like seeing him so high on the list. Number three out of all these guys, I don't know. Number two, Steph Curry. So, which leaves number one, we haven't mentioned his name yet, but I hope you're all thinking of it. It's, uh, <laughs> why am I forgetting it? LeBron James. So, he made number one on the list. So, yeah, just interesting to look at this list. And uh, I want to know your guys' thoughts. And who do you think should be higher? Who do you think should be lower? What do you think about Steve Nash, my guy? You know, because he won MVP two, two years in a row. And I'm just kind of think it's weird to see him at number 15. I, I think it should be pretty. Pretty low on the list compared to some of these other players. Like, I mean, put St Steve Nash against Jimmy Butler or Joel Embiid right now. Uh, Anthony Davis, even. Damian Lillard, Luka Doncic. What do you think? Where, where, does, where would Steve Nash land for you? All right, Ronnie. It's that time of the year. The NBA season is getting ready to kick off. I thought it'd be fun to do some hot takes. Hot takes, hot takes are things that probably go against normal thought process, normal convention. And... Uh, Sounds right Let's up my alley. <laughs> Sounds right up your alley. Do you want to go first? Do you want to go second? What's uh, what's your prerogative? Oh, I don't care. What do you think? Uh, well, ours are kind of related, so let me let me go first. And mine is going to be that the newly constructed super teams, and I'm going to say that includes the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Suns, who I think are one, two, and four for winning the NBA championship according to DraftKings odds. Is that correct? They're three of the top four teams? Yeah. 
I don't think they're going. Any of those teams are going to win the NBA championship. Really? So the top three of the, three of the top four, I don't think they're going to win the NBA championship at all. I think that you make such a drastic change to your team's DNA. It takes a little while to figure it out. Now, the Suns are probably the closest because Kevin Durant was there for at least part of the year last year, but they've made so many other changes, uh, including a head coach, right? The Bucks have changed their head coach. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be really, really tough for those teams to get it all together. They're going to make the playoffs, but when it comes to you know crunch time and, and having that familiarity with the teammates that you have, I think it's going to cost them. I, I think one of these three teams will win an NBA championship in the next three years. I just don't think it'll be this year. Okay, so you're saying it just, just takes time to build that team chemistry when you have all it these no time. pieces and everything. And- yeah, well, I don't know, Jonathan, because you got the Lakers. Remember, they put their team together, and then they won in the bubble pretty quickly, too, because their players are so good. Don't you feel like... Yeah, but they're in, they in the bubble. That's different. <laughs> because it was a bubble? I don't know. It was a bubble. I, I feel like you're... you're I, that's a tough statement. I, I don't know, man. Because the, the Bucks just look so good on paper. I mean, they, they just got Dame Lillard, and they got Giannis, you know? The Celtics look so insanely good, too, with their team as well. Um, the Suns... I don't know. I could kind of see that because I don't know how Bradley Bill's going to fit in with Booker and, and Durant, but that's a tough hot take, man. I don't know about that. I, I just I feel like that one of these teams could definitely win. I kind of agree with you, though, because I think that one of my two teams are going to win. I feel like it's going to be either the New Orleans Pelicans or Oklahoma City Thunder. And is I, this your hot take, Rod? That, that is my hot take, this Jonathan. This is your hot take. That I the think Pelicans... Or the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to win the NBA championship. Yes, the reason I'm picking them is kind of goes along with what you're saying too. You you don't think that they're going to win because they're, you know, they're yeah they just got together. It takes some team chemistry. Well, my team, the Pelicans, this will be their third year together where they they pretty much have the same team. They just haven't been healthy with Zion out. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're thinking they're going to be healthy though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think Zion's finally going to. Yeah, he's going to. They're good. You know what? He's going to be healthy at the right time. He's been unhealthy in the playoffs, and I think they're learning their lessons. They're going to be like, you know what? Even though with all these new changes in the NBA, you know, where you can't sit players out, he's just going to have some personal thing happen in his life towards the end of the regular season where he's going to be able to sit out. And then he's going to be healthy when the playoffs come around. And yeah, their team is so good. They got McCullum, they got Herb Jones, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, Jonas Valachunas. They're all young guys and they work really good, good together. I think I'm a year late because I predicted they were going to win last year. And it's yes, going to, yep, they're going to actually <laughs> make the playoffs and win the championship this year. And Oklahoma City, too, I think it, they could be a possibility in the championships, too, because. They got SGA and Chet Holmgren mainly. They got those two guys. And then to support them, they got Josh Giddy, Jalen Williams, and Dort too. I, I just feel like that's a really strong team. Holmgren just needs to stay healthy as well too. But this is a really young team. And dude, SGA is amazing. So Holmgren didn't play last year, but you think him just being around the team is enough to, to help with that chemistry sort of thing? I think when it comes to centers, you don't really have to have too much team chemistry. You just have to like, Accept the ball. You have to just have to set a pick, go to the hoop, and get ready to rebound. Center, though. Okay, so you're saying he could do pick and roll because uh, you know everyone could do pick and roll. Right. Yeah. You're not really running around like the guards are. Contribution. What I see with team chemistry a lot is the guards on the outside of three point line. Like they'll cut to the hoop, and then they someone passes out to them to the three point line, but they're not there anymore because they cut to the hoop, and then it's out of bounds. That's where I see a lot of team chemistry issues there. With centers, you don't really have that. You know, it's just the I don't know. You just you're a defensive guy, you're standing around, you're just playing, you're just there to block whoever's coming towards you. You know, it's, it's a little different position. So I think you can sit out and then just, you don't have to worry about team chemistry. So you're just automatically going to be good because you're good at your position. I think one of those two young teams is going to beat Boston or the Suns or the Bucks. I think they have the potential to stop those teams. Okay. And you know what? I like that because I love like upsets like that. I think, mm-hmm. I think the NBA needs that sometimes. And yeah. as long as it's not fixed, it, it's fun to see. Now, if they fix it so that that can't happen and they want the Suns and the Bucks or, or something like that, yep. then uh, that's, less, that's less fun. Okay. 
Yeah. Some interesting hot takes. So in recap, I don't think the super team is going to win. And you think a young, talented team is going to win. So we're kind of in the same vein in some ways, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, those teams meantime, that you mentioned... the those... Nuggets are just sitting here like, oh, what the heck, guys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, how are you guys not talking about the Nuggets still? It's like, this is happening yeah, to us again, still. you know? Like, yeah, they're, they're just <laughs> glancing over us again, just like they did year, years past. I mean... Obviously, it does come down to, in the playoffs, whoever is the healthiest team is going to win. That's ultimately what happens every single year. That's I've seen that trend, too. The Celtics were healthy last year. The Nuggets were healthy last year. And yeah, it, it showed in the playoffs, right? It did, absolutely. And the Nuggets were a team that was pretty well constructed. Like The, the general makeup of their team didn't change a whole lot. And you know, yeah. The Heat, you could say the same about the Heat, right? That's been the same Heat team for, for several years, so... No I, shock that they meet in the NBA Finals. I didn't mention the Heat because there was Tyler Hero. They He was injured, so I kind of feel like that was a really big surprise. I don't really understand how the Heat made it to the Finals. I, 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 that, that still, so it just drives me crazy that they made it. I don't feel like they belong there. I, I, I don't know how that happened. That was really weird. Yeah. No, I think they belong there. They belong. Are they going to surprise us again this year? Are they just going to show up there again? Are no, they gonna the like get their revenge? Be, maybe they didn't get Lillard, you know, so they're gonna be like very revengeful and and they're gonna yeah. be even stronger. And then Tyler Hero will be healthy too. So what would have happened if he was healthy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So those are our hot takes. Let's move on to something that I always enjoy, and that is our NBA Hollywood recast. This is where we take a popular movie and we recast it with current NBA players. Although I did break the rule again this week. Uh, hopefully you will forgive me. Uh, the week, the movie that we picked is the movie old school, which if you haven't seen old school, it is a fantastic comedy. Uh, do you want to give a general premise of the movie Ronnie? You want me to do it? Uh, I'll try. If you don't okay. like it, you can edit it out. <laughs> I absolutely. Uh, okay. So let's do it. So this movie is about three friends that attempt to recapture their glory days by opening up a fraternity near their, Alma Mater, it says. So um, Alma Mater? Is that... <laughs> Alma Mater. Yep. No, it's that's, Alma Mater. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Alma Mater. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's the, the three main guys. There's Mitch. There's Frank. And I didn't know this, but did you know the third guy's name was named Bernie? Was that Will Ferrell's character? No. No, no that's Vince Vaughn's character. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, I didn't even know his name was Bernie in that movie. Yeah. They never mentioned it. They never that's call funny. him Bernie in there. Those are kind of weird. But yeah, so they're the three best friends and everything. So yeah, Luke Wilson is Mitch. He's like the the godfather, they call him. He's like the leader of the house. <laughs> he's the founder of the fraternity. <laughs> yeah, yes. pretty cool. And then Vitz Vaughn, he's he's like the rich guy that has all the money to be able to do all these incredible things. He's like the the funding, you know. He he would be he like yeah. the um the accountant for the Godfather almost, you know. <laughs> and then Will Ferrell, Frank Frank the Tank. Um, he's just the guy that likes to drink a lot. He just likes to party. And he was having some trouble with his wife. He was. He got married, but then things kind of like got... Literally, immediately went <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how the movie started, is that <laughs> at their wedding, you know. Vince Vaughn is telling him, you know, just get up bail. Don't marry her. You're, you're doing the wrong thing as the, <laughs> as the bride is walking down the aisle. So it's pretty funny. And then uh, last week, got the Jeremy Piven. He was Dean Pritchard in this movie too. So we're going to cast him up too as well. But um, That's right. Yeah, kind of. I'm interested to see your cast. Like who who did you pick for all these people? Well, and that's what we're here for, Ronnie. Let's figure it out. Who do you want to do first? I want to do Luke Wilson, the godfather, Mitch. Luke Wilson, the godfather? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay, so so this was the godfather. This is a guy that he he basically, this whole, whole started, the whole movie started where he walked in on his girlfriend and uh, she, she uh, ended up, she, like she was doing like some sort of threesome or something like that and she got caught off guard because he came home early from work and she didn't know he was going to be there and so they ended up breaking up and then mitch has to go find like this new house and everything live somewhere else so he finds his health this, this house is like right by his old college right and then um he's he ends up being like the leader of this whole fraternity and everything that they end up creating and i'm like well who's the leader who's who's someone that everyone kind of like comes around in the league that would be this guy so i, I recasted him as it could only be one guy right now i think would be steph curry i think everyone kind of comes around him and goes around him and like follows him i i feel like 
he would be my godfather in this movie. Everyone just uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. He, okay. He would be the one that like, like everyone. He's just like a magnet for everyone. Like he's like the leader, and everyone's gonna listen to him. And I don't know how to explain it. It's just like Steph Curry is the one. He's the perfect <laughs> one for this one. Okay, I went in a very different approach, a very different direction. Okay, um, but let me let me some comment on yours is I like that you're taking it as he took that leadership role, and once you know the dean was trying to kick them out of the school, he really kind of rallied the troops and put together you know the gymnastics team and all these weird things that they had to do right. to meet the the criteria. He was sort of the get everybody up and going and moving in the right direction sort yeah, of guy. Yeah, okay. and then like everyone has these ideas, but he's the one that actually has like the final say because it's his house. It's, yeah, it's, it's his, his house. team. Yep. Yep. Okay. So the, the, the thing that I gravitated towards was at one point, Luke Wilson's character sleeps with a girl at, at his party <laughs> and it ends up being his boss's daughter. Um, yeah. So I went with who's most likely to accidentally sleep with the boss's <laughs> That's daughter. That's awesome. So that's the approach that I took. And to me, there was really only one answer, and that was Tristan Thompson, because this <laughs> dude has literally slept with everybody. Did he? Uh, I, I looked up his list of girls that he's either dated or had a fling with, and I had to scroll for so long. <laughs> and they're all these like Instagram models or, or you know, he was associated with the Kardashians. Really? I, I didn't even know this. got one of them pregnant. But his, his hit list is just absolutely insane so it seems very likely that he would accidentally sleep with like the owner's daughter or or the commissioner's daughter or something like that and just not even know it because he just you know he just does what he wants and that's kind of what happened to luke he just kind of threw caution to the wind and ended up (laughs) sleeping with a high schooler oh man i'm gonna look up some of these names too i'm kind of curious to see who's on this list too that's interesting i didn't know that clay was like that but it makes sense because i mean did i say clay oh tristan Tristan oh oh, you said tristan i thought you said clay thompson i said tristan thompson no 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 tristan thompson oh that that makes sense too okay yeah that makes way more sense yeah if you would have said clay thompson i would have been like stop no that's not true (laughs) uh tristan thompson who is technically an active nba player after missing some time he joined the lakers last year and has resigned with the cleveland cavaliers so that one meets the criteria but I definitely got one that's coming up that doesn't. So uh, yeah, we went in two very different directions, but I I like both of those picks. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to skip to my Will Ferrell role now because he was Frank the Tank. And well, so this guy, yeah, he's had trouble with his wife right off the bat in the, the first part of the movie, right? And then he basically just wants to go back to his glory days. He wants to drink and everything like that. He has that taste, that sip of beer and everything. And he's just like, this is my life. You know, this is who I am. And he's just kind of like the crazy guy. He ends up going streaking in the middle of a movie too, you know. He just like gets plastered and Through everything. the quad to the gymnasium. Yep. yep. <laughs> you're gonna be like, this makes no sense, and you're you're right. <laughs> so I I actually picked Clay Thompson, and the only reason I'm picking him oh, right now wow. is because <laughs> because you you mentioned him just now, and I was like, yep, I'm I'm just gonna have to put him right here because. You know, Steph Curry is kind of like his buddy, buddy. You know, so I was like, I, I gotta okay. pick Clay. And so I you're think doing the teammates' approach. This, I this am round. this time. Yep. So that okay. you might that may hint to who my Vince Vaughn character is pretty soon. But yeah, yep, I, I think so. I feel like out of these three, <laughs> uh, he would be Clay Thompson would be the Frank the Tank person because he is the guy that's kind of single in the party year. It sounds like so. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with him. He. he <laughs> He's a, he has like no good comebacks too. You know how Frank he just like has nothing good to say. He can't really speak very well. He's just like kind of crazy. And I remember Clay Thompson too, um, where you know Devin Booker was getting on his case, you know, and during a game, and then oh, the only thing that Clay Thompson could come back with was four rings. He just held up four rings, you know. So that was the only thing that really reminded me of Frank and Clay Thompson together too. And yeah, Clay Thompson's okay. kind of dumb. He he kind of got injured. He's <laughs> injured his yeah. his foot, you know, doing pickup games and stuff like that. And Remember, Frank shot himself with that dart gun too, you know, so I kind of think they're yes. similar in that way as well too. <laughs> so for, for Frank the Tank, I some of the notes I was thinking of is is acts without thinking of consequences and that dart gun to the neck was exactly one of those things like, <laughs> hey, what does this do? And he just shoots himself. Yeah. Uh, drinking and, and going streaking, just getting in a fight with Andy Dick's character in the movie as well. I mean, he just oh, just yeah. does these things without really thinking of that. So I went with who I think thinks 
who, who I think acts without thinking, and that's Rudy Gobert of the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> uh, it kind of kind of a mess, and it needs a chaperone sometimes. So the two examples I have are right when COVID first came out, he was the one that touched all the microphones. Right, because oh, yeah. he didn't think it was that big of a deal, and and just kind of made a joke of it, and then yeah. you know turned out one of his teammates, I think it might have been Donovan Mitchell's like grandma or something, got sick, like really sick from it, and that really like created a rift between those guys, and that was sort mm-hmm. of the beginning of the end for that that matchup, I think, uh, and then just punching your own teammate when he <laughs> punched Kyle Anderson uh, in Minnesota, it was just like, dude, what are you doing? That's that to me is the epitome of getting shooting yourself with a dart gun is punching your own teammate over a. <laughs> Disagreement. So Rudy Gobert think, uh, acts without thinking and just kind of kind of a mess. I could see Rudy too. You know when he gets by that keg, you know, and he's like, when it first tips turf oh, touches yeah. your lips, you know, <laughs> you can't stop. It's so good for sure. Yep. Yeah, I like it. Cool. Okay, so my Vince Vaughn character, his name was Beanie in this movie. Apparently, he was a guy with all the stereo stuff. You know, he made the, he owned the store and everything, stereo and he City. made the most money. Yep. More importantly, though, he was the idea guy. You know, he kind of like. He would take control of situations and kind of like guide it in a certain way, but he still needed the Godfather's approval. And that's why I picked Bernie to be Draymond Green. He just reminds me of that Draymond Green character, you know, like Draymond Green kind of, he kind of steers a team in a certain way during the play, like when they're on the floor and everything. He facilitates as like the point guard sometimes even too, where he passes the ball and everything. But Steph Curry has a final say where he's going to sink those threes or he's going to drive it and everything. So... That's why I feel like these three, I got Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson are my old school three. And I just feel like that's a perfect fit for this movie. They they work really well together. They Yeah, I just think it's perfect for these, these three to be picked for this movie. I think that they would make a better movie than the three clowns that I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is interesting because normally I do the teammate approach and, and you don't. So yeah. I'm glad that we switched at this one because it would have really sucked if yeah, we Yeah, we didn't even talk about it. Yeah. In with the Warriors, yeah. Uh, so some of the notes I took from Vince Vaughn's character is that he's successful despite not being smart. There's a line in the movie where he says that he's opened, you know, whatever, eight stereo cities and he could barely read or something like that. <laughs> yep, that's uh, a but he is loyal thing. to his <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he is loyal to his wife and his friends. You know, he makes the comment about don't get married but you know he is he is very loyal to his wife when he has that opportunity to cheat on her uh, in the fraternity house he, he doesn't uh so Such i went with movie. somebody that's just successful despite not being necessarily a, a big contributing factor so i looked up the the list of nba players and sorted them by the number of championship rings they have Ooh. and the player that stood out to me was javale mcgee he has three championship rings oh. but he's never been like the catalyst of any of those so yeah he's he's successful despite not being you know the all-star or, or really just finds himself in the right place at the right time and i feel like vince vaughn's character is kind of that right open yeah. up stereo city at the right time you know those stores do nothing today <laughs> um Loyal to his friends and family, maybe that's a little bit harder. I think he's jumped teams a lot, but he just he fits in well. It's hard to stay in the league without being a huge contributor for as long as he has, unless you bring something, and that would be loyalty and and leadership and and those sorts of things. So, Javale McGee is my Vince Vaughn character with his three NBA championships. So, who are your three again for these guys? Uh, my three are Tristan Thompson. Oh yeah. JaVale McGee and Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I like it. I like That's those a weird movie. Yeah, it's a really weird yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, these these uh guys from the Golden State Warriors, they're just so entertaining and they're just like the most popular ones in the league. So I just feel yeah. like they would be your, like, a really good pick I too, you know? They, so, but I like I yours the too. Them, I think the three of them would make a buddy movie together. Like, yeah. It would, just, it, feel, it would feel more natural than like... LeBron and Anthony Davis trying to remake Space Jam yeah, or something. Exactly. Something ridiculous like that. Not that they would do something silly, but Right, right. I had fun <laughs> picking this Dean character. Did you I kind of want to hear yours first. Yeah, so I broke the rules of this one and I just okay. I, I took the easy way out on this one. And I just went with Adam Silver. <laughs> he's the Dean, you know, he's the <laughs> that's guy that's coming one. down on the league. He's putting in these new rules about load management. Um I think it was his predecessor uh who was the guy before him? David Stern? Yeah, that I think that's right. I think he's the one that put in the dress code rules and stuff like that. But it's just they're trying to, you know, keep these guys in line, make them toe the line and, and follow the rules. And that's that's certainly Adam Silver's job. So I went with Adam Silver. Uh, not not a great one, I, I admit, but it was really I really struggled with 
with coming up with someone that would sort of be that disciplinarian gotcha. of, of these teams. Okay. No, I, I get it because, yeah, he's in charge of all these guys, even though, yeah, he kind of like doesn't really have too much control over these guys, you know, so I, I get it. And so I went with a guy in the league as a basketball player. Um, basically, I was thinking of somebody who kind of has that, you know, like, so the dean, he's he's in charge of them when they're on campus and he just acts like he's hot stuff and everything. Like, he's like, you have to listen to what I say. I'm the dean, blah, blah, blah. And these other guys are like, we're not even in a real fraternity or anything. We're just trying to get checks. You know, we're just living right. here. We don't go here. Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I'm just like, you, they, so basically, who is the guy in the league, in the basketball league, who thinks he's in charge of Steph Curry, Jamal Green, and Clay Thompson, but he's really not? So I went with Dylan. Be. I went with Dylan Brooks. I picked, oh, okay. I, I thought picked you were just Steve Kerr. <laughs> no, I almost <laughs> picked him, but I was like, you know what? Dylan Brooks is better because Dylan Brooks is a really good defender, and he thinks he could stop these guys. He's like, I could stop him, whatever, you know. But he can't stop him because just like in the movie and in the fraternity, you can't stop it. You know, they just they continue rolling and they'll roll over you, and eventually yeah. they're going to beat you, just like they beat Dylan Brooks in the past too. So that's why I went with that because yeah, Dylan Brooks. He just thinks he's such a little badass, just like that guy. Jeremy Piven, you know, with the Dean Pritchard, you know, he, he just thinks he's so cool and everything being because he's a Dean, you know, because he's a good defender, but he's not. He sucks. And yeah, that's why I picked Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Can we just take a moment and say how perfect Jeremy Piven played that role in this movie? Yeah, he was a really good actor in that it one. Was he, just it was spot a perfect on. character. You just yeah. hated him. He nailed it's it. It's like every... Every now and then somebody plays a part so well that you just, like, you feel like you would hate them in real life. And you know, Jeremy Piven, right. uh, the kid that played Joffrey in Game of Thrones. I mean, <laughs> they just nail it. And and this was a great casting on that. I was sense. thinking of that annoying guy. Remember in Ghostbusters, who was like the pencil neck guy? That's how everyone knows him. That guy was so annoying in the, in the regular original Ghostbusters, too. I was going to say, that's way back. Yeah. I don't remember Ghostbusters No, at all. you don't? Oh, it was a redheaded guy. And no. he, at the end, the Stay Puft Marshallman all, like, fell on top of him at the end. So good. It was like, I just so remember good. that character. It's just, I everyone didn't like him, and he played such a good bad character that everyone was annoyed with. Yeah, that's the best. The best bad characters are, are, are the toughest roles, I think, yeah. to cast. All right, so that is our NBA recast of the movie Old School. That was fun. I, I, I had fun with this one. This one was funner to me than Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shutdown was your baby. No, this, this, yeah, I mean, Dumb and Dumber was a close movie to my heart, you know, but Old school, I, I love that one. This was really good because, yeah, yeah there's just, it's a bunch of guys. It's easy to recast, and yeah, the character is awesome. So, yeah, thanks for picking this one. I want to hear anyone else's thoughts on what other movie we should do, too. Like, what, what's a good movie that we should recast for the NBA next? Ocean's Eleven, man. I Ocean's Eleven. That. There's 11 characters in there. Eleven. We don't have to do all of them. Just uh, the top, you know, there's more than 11, right? Because you have Andy Garcia and Julia Roberts. I picked, just the thir- those just those 13 I guys. picked the Phoenix Suns for Ocean's Eleven. Oh, you <laughs> cheated. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to think of another movie for the for coming up. But uh, let's first, well, let's, we're not going to talk about another movie tonight. But let's move on to the recap of teams. This is the good but not great of the East. These teams finished 3-4, 5-6 in the Eastern Conference. And uh, we're just going to go over, if you haven't caught our series, if this is your first time listening, we're just going over all the teams, what they added, what they took away, what their record was last year, what questions we have you know, about this team, and what ultimately our prediction of this team is going to be. Ronnie, I will hand it over to you for uh, the first team. All right. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Brooklyn Nets first. So they were 45 and 37. 37. They were six in the Eastern Conference. Now, the Nets, they were a mess last year, right? They they had Durant for 39 games, but then they got rid of him um, They he, before he went to Phoenix. And then they had Irving. He played 40 games with them before going to Dallas. And in the offseason this they year... They fired their head coach at the start of the season, yep, too? Yeah, Steve Kerr. He only coached, I think, what was it, seven Steve games? Nash. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I said Steve Kerr. Steve Nash. And then, uh, so in the offseason, uh, the Nets got rid of Seth Curry. He went to Dallas. David Duke Jr. to Philadelphia, Raekwon Gary, I'm sorry, Ray, Raycon Gray to San Antonio Spurs, Joe Harris Detroit, Patty Mills Atlanta, Drew Smith Miami, Edmund Sumner to Charlotte, and Utah Watanabe to Phoenix. They added Darius Baisley to, from Phoenix, Dennis Smith Jr. from Charlotte, Lonnie Walker from LA Lakers, Trenton Wadford from Portland. They also added Kiefer Sykes, Armani Brooks, Harry Giles, Jordan Hall, they're all just free agents. And then Jalen Wilson is the rookie. They had two 
people that they added to the draft to the 21st pick, they added forward slash center Noah Clowney from Alabama. And they had a 21st pick, they added guard Derek Whitehead from Duke. They made so many changes here, and they should have because they they were a mess last year after those big names left too. So yeah, now, it's cra- so they were swept. They made the playoffs partially because of Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. They were in good position going into the playoffs. They were swept in the first round by the 76ers. Yep. It wasn't even close at any point in time. Yeah, um, they made a lot of changes towards the end of last year. So this roster, I think we talked about this, is just kind of like a. A hodgepodge of players and just listing some of the names that you said it seems like they just kept going with that trend it's like yeah let's get some random players exactly right see how they all mix they, together they did keep their starters though so it's still ben simmons unfortunately he's still in the league spencer dinwiddie mikhail bridges cam johnson and nick claxton two of these guys were on the fiba usa team too so you kind of hear that and you're like well they might be decent because of that Ben Simmons could have been on that team if he wanted to be too, I believe. So they, I don't know. I, I think he's Australian. Oh, is he really? Maybe he ben was on. Simmons the, is Australian. Oh yeah, yeah, he was on the Australian team. Okay, and then so DraftKings has his team to end up 16th. They're plus seven thousand. I think they're 16th. Yeah, that's interesting. That's not okay. that's not bad, right? And they were six in the Eastern Conference last year, so I feel like yeah. they did keep their starters the same. I kind of feel like they're probably be a little lower. I think they're an eighth seed. Because a part of the reason that they had a good record was because they had Durant and Irving on their team. And then midway to the season, you know, they got rid of those guys. So they dropped a little bit. And yeah, just like you said, you know, they got blown out of the playoffs. So they looked lost in those playoff yeah. series. I mean, it was, it was, it was sad. But they didn't play long together either. So they're building that chemistry. They're having the offseason to get together. I, I don't think they're going to get necessarily better than sixth place, but I think they might do better in the playoffs. But they'll probably end up in eight seed and playing against a one seed, like against Boston or Bucks, and then get blown out again. So I, I'm going to say they'll probably be eighth overall in the Eastern Conference. Okay. So the questions I had was, you mentioned Ben Simmons. Where is his head right now? What Ben Simmons is going to show up? Is it the one that's afraid to take a shot? Or is it going to be one that actually contributes on the basketball court? Yeah. And I don't think anyone has any knowledge of what that's going to look like. I also think they have a lot of guards on this team. When I looked over yep. the roster, it just seemed like it was very guard heavy. You know, Nick Claxton is a center, but he's nothing special. Uh, yeah. He's a fine player. I, I just worry that this team is just, it's made out of spare parts and that's how they're going to play. Uh, with that, I, I do think they'll be worse than last year. I, I do see them making the playoffs as well. So I'm probably similar to you where they're either going to be, you know, in the 9-10 seed and, and maybe part of that playing game mm-hmm. or they're going to be 7 or 8, still part of that playing game. But I, I, that's that's kind of where I think they're going to land. That feels like a good spot for them. Yeah, this team could definitely put together some wins and, you know, have some good streaky times, yeah. you know, but I don't know. I don't, yeah, they're just not going to be able to, they're not going to be able to big, beat the big teams out there. That's all. No, not at all. All right. Uh, fifth place in the East, we had the New York Knicks. They finished 47 and 35. They lost to the Miami Heat 4-2 to two in the second round of the NBA playoffs in the East. Uh, I didn't see a lot of names in or out on this one. I didn't, yep. actually didn't write any of them down. This so is I a short list. I don't know if you have the list. Okay, great. Yeah. So they got rid of Derrick Rose. He went to Memphis, Obi Toppin, Indiana, yeah. and then Daquan Jeffries and Trevor Keels. They added Dante DiVincenzo, Golden State Warriors, Nathan Knight from Minnesota, Minnesota, Dylan Windler from Cleveland, Ryan Arcidicano, and then Charlie Brown Jr. Love that name. Jalen Martin. I'm sorry, Rick- Charlie Brown Jr.? Yes, Charlie Brown Jr. is on this team That now. is the best name. That is my favorite. I'm going to buy a jersey for Charlie Brown Jr. and the New York Knicks. And that is awesome. And it's going to be yellow and black, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then Jalen Martin is a rookie. They did not make any picks in this year's draft. Um, and DraftKings has them at 14th at plus 5,000. So, I mean, this seems team, pretty reasonable. Yeah. The Knicks seemed like they were on the right track, especially after acquiring Jalen Brunson last year, too. So, I feel like they made some decent changes, not too many changes. So, their starting lineup is Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett, Quentin Grimes, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson. I've... I mean, on paper, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the question I have is, are they buyers or sellers at the trade deadline? Because I think if they start the year off rough, I think they might try to move some of these people to get some draft picks because mm-hmm. that just 
you look at the East, it's so loaded. They're going to see that. And it's just like, well, maybe we should just be playing for the future instead of the present because that's the reality of the situation, I think. Yep. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do. You know, we talked about the the Raptors are certainly going to be sellers. I think they're going to be about the same as last year. I think they're going to make the playoffs. And and where you said, what was it, uh, 12th overall in the NBA? Um, you mean for DraftKings? Yeah. Yeah, 14th overall. 14th. Okay. That's about a seventh seed. That seems sixth or seventh seed in the East. That yeah. seems reasonable. Yep. That's about where they were. Yeah, correct. Yeah, they were fifth in the Eastern Conference last year. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I feel like they're going to be right around there. I mean, so... They just need to fill in these other positions, right? <clears throat> they have Quentin Grimes. <laughs> so easy. And, just fill in the other positions, guys. Well, but they're the New York Knicks. You know, they're the big team name. So, and they did pretty good last year. If the, as long as they keep Brunson, Barrett, and Randall, they'll be, do pretty good. They need to do something about Mitchell Robinson. He's not that great of a center. And Quentin Grimes, he, he's a sh- shooting forward. He's not that good. So I think they could put some sort of package together where they could maybe obtain another name. And everybody wants to be in New York. So... I think that if they could do something well, I, this season where they just trade someone, I don't know. They, I don't know what they could do though. They need. I don't know either. And, and I think if they get a new owner, we saw it with the Suns, right? The new owner comes in spending new money. If they are legitimately selling this team, and Magic Johnson is involved with it, right? That's who. That's who you said the Knicks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Magic Johnson. Yep. Yeah. Correct. I, I think then you could get some real excitement there, and, and if they're willing to spend money, and you know what, we mentioned this when we did the recap of the of the Raptors, Pascal Siakam. I don't think we'll finish the season on the Raptors. I would love to see him in a Knicks uniform with this this team. Yeah, that would be an excellent. Per- yeah, he would be a, such a good fit in this fit in that team. Absolutely. I don't know. I wonder if there's any rumors that are going around where I could, where that would be that would make it so I could like see what's what the Knicks are thinking. You know, who do they want and what rumors are going on? I wish I I, should, I probably we- should have done some like. Research on I that. think we need to let the dust settle from this big Damian Lillard trade. Yeah. And then I think teams are going to kind of, okay, where are we? What do we have? What can we do? Who's available sort of thing. I don't see the Knicks doing anything up until closer to that trade deadline just because this team was, you know, fifth in the East last year. They made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Get another year together, another year of development for some of your younger guys. You know, Emmanuel Quickly is is coming off the bench. He's, he's a talented player. Yeah. Is he going to continue to progress and develop? So that's that's kind of what I think they're going to do. I'm I guess. For, I did a little research real quick. It seems like the top thing that pulls up is Mitchell Robinson is asking for, or they're trying to get like multiple first round picks for Mitchell Robinson, and that oh, kind of probably makes the most sense because they don't they don't want to get rid of these good players, but Mitchell Robinson is a player that they're willing to part with, and then they can maybe build a team next year with those first round picks too. That yeah, that's probably the be best way around the future. it. Yeah. Yep. Okay, but onto the Cavs. All right. So yep, the, onto the Cavs. Cavs are fifty-one and thirty-one last year, fourth in the Eastern Conference. Now the players that they they got rid of is well, they real quick they yeah. they finished their season. They lost four to one in the Knicks. They they did not make it out of the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Four to one. It was it was a pretty rough series from from what I remember of that. Yeah, that was not pretty for them. So yep. despite being the higher seed, they they lost to the Knicks four to one. Yep. Even after acquiring Donovan Mitchell last year, too. It seemed like everything was clicking, but yeah, they, they still couldn't get out of that round. So they got rid of C.D. Osman from San Antonio Spurs. Um, they, that's where he went. Lamar Stevens went to Boston. Dylan Windler to New York Knicks. Danny Green, Philadelphia. Robin Lopez to Milwaukee. Sam Millerell, uh Raul Nito, and Mamidi Diakite. They got Mamidi. rid of him. <laughs> and then they added... Ty Jerome from Golden State Warriors, Damian Jones, Utah, Georges Niang, Philadelphia, Max Struess, Miami, that's a good one, Tristan Thompson, LA Lakers, Sharif Cooper, Zaire Smith, Craig Porter Jr. is a rookie, and then the guard Imani Bates, he's a rookie, he was 49th picked in the draft from Eastern Michigan, the Cavs did not have any first round draft picks, but they've picked him in the second round. Jeff Kings has this team to end up twelfth in the East or twelfth overall. I'm sorry, at plus three thousand. Yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts? So I like this team. Uh, the question I have is, what is their ceiling? Because I don't think we've seen it yet. This is a very young team. Darius Garland. Um, shoot, some of the other names escape me right now. But oh, I, I think yeah. this is a very talented team that is, is very capable of winning more games. So I want to see what they're capable of. I want to see what their ceiling is because I don't think we've seen it yet. 
Uh, I think they're going to be about the same. I think they're going to be fourth, fifth in the East. I think I expect a little bit better from them for what DraftKings has. Yeah. I I think they're a solid team. Do you have their starting lineup? Yes. So it's Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Isaac Okoro, Evan Mobley, and Jarrett Allen. But Jared Allen a is lot the of these players that they added, yeah. I mean, it just add depth. Like their second, their bench players is like Ricky Rubio, Max Struess, um, Lavert, and then George's Niang, Damian Jones. All those players that they added, most of them that they added are like this the second bench players. So they definitely added a yeah. lot of depth to their team, and that's exactly what they needed. I almost think that that's these exactly guys are going to get better. Year, yeah, I, I I I fully expect them to be. To, to improve um, once they hit... The, if, if we saw the best of Darius Garland last year, then no, they're not going to improve. Mm-hmm. But I still think he has more to show, more to learn, more to develop. And I think bringing in players... Uh, you know, like Ricky Rubio is not going to contribute a whole lot. I know he didn't get brought in this year, but he is certainly a crafty veteran that can help guide these guys. So I, yeah. I like it. I like this team. I think they're probably going to still... I'm excited to watch this team. Yeah, I think they're still going to be fourth in the Eastern Conference because they... I don't think they could build up enough wins where they could beat, you know, Boston, the Bucks, and the 76ers, but they might have more wins. They just will still be fourth place. Yep. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. And then next we got the 76ers. Uh, 76ers were 54 and 28. They were third in the Eastern Conference. I don't know. What did they do in the playoffs? I forget. They lost to Boston in the uh, Eastern Conference semifinals, 4 to 3. Before oh, yeah. Boston went on to lose to the Heat in the Eastern Conference that's finals. That's right. Yep. Okay, so they got... It was got, a close series. It was a, it was closer than I thought. Yeah. All right, so they got rid of Mac McClung, unfortunately. He's, he went to... You and Mac McClung <laughs> love affair just needs to end. Man, when the guy could dunk like that, I just fall in love. I can't help it, you know? And that's all he could do. That's all he could do is dunk. <laughs> he went to Orlando, so he's still in the league. He's just on Orlando, so Yay! maybe he'll actually play some games over there. That'd be nice. And then they got rid of Jalen McDaniels. He went to Toronto. Shake Milton to Minnesota, Georgie's Yang, we just mentioned in Cleveland, um, Dwayne Dedman, he's just a free agent now, Lewis King, they added Mobamba, LA Lakers, Patrick Beverly from Chicago, yippee, David Duke Jr. from Brooklyn, Danny Green, Cleveland, Kelly Oubre, Charlotte, that's a big one for me, I like that name, Javante Smart, and then some a lot of rookies, Rookie Council, Philip Pestrov, Pestrov, <laughs> Turquavian Smith, Azulius Tobelis, and then they have no draft selections. These are all just rookies that they added just out of nowhere. Draft Kings has this well, team. Well, they traded a lot of their draft picks when they had to unload Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Draft Kings has this team to be seventh overall at plus 1,800. I like some of these seventh changes. Seventh overall for the Sixers. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were there in the Eastern Conference last year, seventh overall in the league. I think that kind of makes sense. I, I mean, the players that they added, though, Kelly Oubre is uh, such a good player. He's he's amazing offensively. He was a top scorer for Charlotte last year. He's very good defensively, so I think that's a big name that people aren't really aware of. He's man, he's a big bench player for these guys. He's supposed to be a starter, but he's on this this bench because the starters are so good already. They got Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, Tobias Harris, Harris, uh, PJ Tucker, and Joel Embiid. Um, I actually think Oubre could take over PJ Tucker's job in some cases too. I like this team a lot. What do you think? Uh, the question I have is, WTF is going on here. Uh, you have the James Harden who says he'll never play for this team. And is is he going to hold true? Is he going to hold out? Is he going to show up? I don't understand how year after year there's so much drama coming out of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. A team that's so successful, right? Ben Simmons wants out. Now James Harden wants out. Who? What is it? Something in the water? Is it Joel Embiid? What is going on there that makes this such a get me the heck out of here destination? And I think until you figure that out, it's going to be really, really hard to win everything with this team. I'll tell you what it is. It's a the Philadelphia fans. It's their accents are just so annoying. Have you ever heard them talk? <laughs> oh no, man! It's just no. so so annoying. Do you remember uh, what? when the Philadelphia Eagles played the Cardinals and then like we get all these Philly fans and even more than that, no, there was there was something else remember. that happened where all these Philly fans had to come. It was with the Super Bowl with the Eagles last year. It was played in sure. played yeah. here in Arizona and there's all these Philly fans around. I'm just like, oh my God, like I couldn't go anywhere without being annoyed. So that's... So I don't go anywhere, so it works out nice Oh, well, yeah, you're lucky. You were smart. Smarter <laughs> than me. I'm a hermit. Yeah, but that's a problem there in Philadelphia is that you just get annoyed with these fans. That's all. 
It's the city of brotherly love, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, my playoff prediction, I think this team is a playoff team with or without James Harden. I think they have enough talent on the roster. I think they're going to be fine. I just don't... I wish I understood what was happening there that just causes this drama year after year after year. Yeah. And I guess the question for you is, is James Harden playing in the 76ers next year? Are they going to find a way to trade him? What is... What is your thoughts on on where he goes? Yeah, the whole thing that happened on Twitter was horrible. Like, I I, I don't think he's going to play this year. I think that's probably going to be the next big trade that we hear about now, especially when you see, like, one big trade, like the Lillard trade that happened, that kind of gets a ball rolling for all these other teams, too. The season's about to start. James Harden cannot play for this team after what he said, after he just totally trashed the owner and everything. So there's no way. I think I agree with you, but... It's going to be tough because he has he makes so much money mm-hmm. and he has so much baggage with him now. I mean, he's playing on so many different teams. I don't know. I, I like I said, I think this is a playoff team just because Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, those two players are are fantastic, and you know some of the additions that they made as well. Kelly Oubre, uh, Danny Green is is a great veteran player as well. I just. I wish I knew what was going on there. I, the only reason it's I so think crazy. he's going to get traded is because I've seen so many other trades happen. Like DeAndre Ayton had a max contract, and then after one year, he got traded. Um, Durant, you know, yeah. they were saying that he couldn't be traded because he cost too much. There's so much money that Brooklyn owed him, but he got traded. So I just see it time and time again. So I'm pretty sure somehow it'll get worked out where he gets to a new team. I don't know where his destination will be. Do you have any guesses of where he might end up? Because I honestly have no clue. No idea. Yeah. I, I mean, we talked about Magic Johnson buying the Knicks, and if they want to make a big splash, James Harden is a big splash. But I feel like you just have players similar, not not as good, but you know, yeah. Jalen Brunson for James Harden. I don't know that I want James Harden over Jalen Brunson. Well, when, I think James Harden is better, yeah. but I don't think he's going to... Uh, I, just, I think of big names that have nice been around for a long time, like maybe the Lakers have something to give to trade over there. Maybe the Golden he State wanted Warriors. to go to the Clippers, right? That was his ideal yeah. destination yep. was the Clippers, but yeah, just no. yeah, you got to go to the Raptors. Something. But yeah, that'll be interesting to see how they <laughs> they end up and at the beginning of the season. Yeah, right now they look good on paper, but yeah, you're right. I forgot about the whole Harden deal too. So they're probably going to end up worse off, and unless they could find some someone that's just like James Harden, you know, like the the same type of player. But yeah, I don't know. That's hard to find. So. Last offseason, we had the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole punch that mm-hmm. happened. And, I, you know, we were talking about some some Warriors teams here just a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Do you think or do you wish there was a Hard knock style show that followed a team in the NBA preseason? Yes, please make one. That would, would be that amazing. Be as entertain- would that be as entertaining? Yeah, it would. Heck yeah. I think it would be more entertaining too. So, like the NFL has... You have smaller 50- amount of people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The teams are so big. 53 players on a roster, but that's just not including, you know, the, the training cap when they have like 75 players. But yeah. these teams only have like 15, maybe 20 in the training cap, you know? But yeah, there's a lot less players to I would love to just to and- see the, the interactions between the players because... Yeah. And you'll, do they hate each other? Do they friends? <laughs> what are there cliques within it? I imagine there are. Yeah, it would be really fun to watch that. I don't know why they haven't thought of that earlier because I thought of that before too. Why not do it with all the I, leagues? You know, baseball and I hockey. Think, I don't think the players would like that because I think that they probably have a very different face behind closed doors as far as the way they talk and the way they treat each other than they do to the public light. And I think that But that we get a good look at that with the NFL too, right? I mean, they do a really good job with that. Yeah, but teams don't want to be on it in the NFL. Most teams are like, oh God, we're going to be the hard knocks team. They try to make sure that they're not, right? There's there's certain yeah. stipulations and like teams don't want to do it because, it, because of the distraction, because of all that extra yeah. baggage. Which team would you want to see this off season. I would want, I want to see LeBron James before he leaves. Cause I hate him. I, I just, oh, okay. I heard so many stories of him. Just, he just throws around the Edward a lot too. I just like, I don't really like that and everything. And he's just, he's not very friendly. I've heard, I've heard also some things about like, he'll, he'll like save face by doing all these, um, all these, uh, Oh my God. What are they called? When you, <laughs> when you donate money to the foundations and stuff like that, he does a bunch of crap like that. Like helps that you're not, you know, work. but, yeah, he, he does, does all a bunch the, of crap these things like for that, charities. Like donating to charity. Yeah, he does all this crap <laughs> to like scumbag. <laughs> to like make himself look good, but it's just to save face, really. That's all it is, you know. So I don't know. I just I just don't like him. I've heard too many bad stories. Okay. So I want to see him. I, I would, want the I truth would want to be revealed. To see, I would want to see the Mavericks 
or the 76ers because I think both of those would just, it'd be so weird to watch. I'd love to listen to a conversation between Kyrie and Luca. Yeah. It's like, what do they talk about other than basketball? Do they have like a, you know, hey, I was playing Call of Duty last night. Why <laughs> didn't you sign on or something? I mean, that's the DeAndre Ayton conversation. Yeah. But it just, I would just love to know if they have anything in common or if it's just basketball and, and they just tolerate yeah, each other. Yeah, I bet that would be the most the boring conversation to just, listen to. Probably. Oh my gosh, it'd be terrible. <laughs> the 76ers, just because you have all of this tension in the locker room because of James Harden and, and, and whatever's causing yeah. all these problems. You know what there. would be so the I most entertaining one, would be, one would be Golden State Warriors. I'd want to watch that too. That would be entertaining as heck because I think, I think so. it'd be fun. No, now that, I think it would. I think now that, you know, we had last year would have been fun, especially now that we knew that we had the punch. But I think, I think, I don't think it would be that fun. I think those, those guys just have fun in general too. They just enjoy being on a team together. I think it, they. I think they'd be really fun to think watch. You're, maybe I'd. I'd want to see uh, the yeah uh, the Brooklyn Nets too with Ben Simmons. I want to get like the inside look on what's going on with him and okay, what he does. Okay, so you too. like the insanity of Ben Simmons, or I like yep. the insanity of Kyrie. Yep. I would have loved last year to be on the Nets. Like, yeah. If they would have had it to be on the Nets with Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and Ben Simmons. Yeah. Uh, that would that have been, been an and amazing then the year episode. That, take out Ben Simmons and throw in James Harden and have those three. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Exactly. Just right. The, complete chaos so yeah how about memphis grizzlies with a uh, john morant too just like oh, the yeah, camera yeah, following yeah, him around <laughs> he, yeah <laughs> immediately he has like 10 guns in his hands you know he has a high it, has, it, <laughs> it does like the indiana jones map of when they travel and it's like strip club to strip club <laughs> to strip club <laughs> little car on the map going to strip club to strip yeah club. <laughs> oh we got one week left of teams to review and that is going to be good but not great in the West. So it's going to be the Sacramento Kings, the Phoenix Suns, the Los Angeles Clippers, and the aforementioned Golden State Warriors. Uh, that will be coming up next week. And you know what that means? Uh, that, that means the season's almost here. That means the season's here, man. October 24th is the opening night of the NBA. So get your popcorn. Yeah, get excited. Uh, that's all I got for tonight. Ronnie, anything else you want to... Uh, go over no that's all i got here I'm, I'm just i'm so excited for the season to start i want to see what happens with all these teams there's so many stories going on i just can't wait yeah absolutely well that's gonna do it for us then and we will see you next week thanks guys yep thanks guys